everyone. Uh, Hello. <laughs> Look, two episodes in a row. Wow. We said we were going to do it. And we did it. We have delivered because it's quarantine. And, and there's nothing to do okay. except do schoolwork. Exactly. So um, as you guys know, you're listening to Keeping Up With The Hoops. Hope you guys are all safe. During this healthy. quarantine season, that your families are healthy, your friends are healthy. Yeah, that you guys are all doing well. Um, so I know at the end of the last podcast, we did like a whole bunch of different topics that we were, were going to discuss yeah. and things like that. So we're actually going to follow that <laughs> for once. Yeah. Um, for once. <laughs> for once. Literally. Yeah, honestly. We've ended so many podcasts being like, so the next one, we're going to talk about this, this, and that. And never did that. Never happened. So this one, there's actual follow-through. Yay! Insert clapping. <laughs> <laughs> so for today's podcast, we're going to throw it back. Way back. It's not a Thursday. But we're oh gonna... my god, that was such a bad joke. <laughs> it was a great joke. I'm sorry. Um, throw it back to... Kawhi Leonard and Demar's Rosen, and then we're gonna tie that into KD and Kyrie, and I feel like it will be a nice transition into how I want to all branch together. Okay. So first, I would agree, but I I don't know. You don't so know. It's, it's okay. I patted her just so you know. <laughs> okay. So first, I want to ask you, how do you like? What do you know about the NBA playoffs? Like, just generally, like, what do you know about them? Like. Well, the only thing I know is that doesn't it start with like a two, like Eastern and Western conferences, mm-hmm. and then like there's like a winner in each conference, and then they meet up, and then whoever wins is like the NBA champion. Yeah, very good. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. not that hard to like understand, I mean, but some people don't know. Okay, I all. mean, I pieced it together when you like talk about it, so that's fair enough. Um, so do you know like? how it's structured like how how the playoffs basically start in each conference do you know or no i don't does it like have anything with cd yes it does very much i don't know anything else apart from that okay and do you know how many games are played in each series no okay so i also don't know like because i know the final like finals or whatever like when you, the NBA champion is like decided, I guess. Like there's multiple games, right? Yes, there is. But I don't know how that works. Okay, see, so that's how, like, because I'm going to discuss about DeMar DeRozan and the Raptors, like pre Kawhi Leonard. So I wanted to know how okay. much you knew because I'll say certain things. Okay. And then you might just say, I don't know what that means. And then I'd have to kind of go back. So I'll start basic just talking about the playoffs and okay. how it's structured so you're right east versus west and then you go the seating is very important so how it works is you do one versus eight two versus seven three versus five so and four no three versus six and four versus three five wow how does seating happen though so seating is based on how many games you win yeah. and how many games you lose so it's basically that. It's not like soccer. Okay, so like where it depends on how many points you win by or how many games do you have to win to be like? Because there's like how many places are in the seating? Like eight? fifteen each. So it's like fifteen, but who like really matters? So it's the top eight that go to the playoffs. Okay, 
And how many games do you have to win to get to the play to get to the at least like eighth position? It depends every season. You you usually oh, okay. have to be above uh, um, point five, which when someone says that they're a sub point five team or above point five team, it means basically that they have more wins than losses. So if you divide it in half, okay, if you're sub point five, that means you have more losses than wins. Like if you just do. Okay. If you just divide it, right? Okay, so, so when this, the, so I just want to, like, under, like, see if I understand correctly. So when the, it's, like, at the point of, like, conferences, mm-hmm. last, so, like, last, the last, last team, like, eighth team goes against first, seventh mm-hmm. against second, mm-hmm. sixth against Three. third, and, like, Four so, versus five. so on. Yeah. Okay. So that's how they make their brackets. Okay, so that's how it starts. Exactly, okay. and you have um, three rounds. So you have your first round, your semifinals, your conference finals, and then your NBA finals. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. So your conference finals is before you get to the NBA finals. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, yeah, so it depends every year on how many wins you need to get to the eighth seed like it just it just completely depends okay. on everything every single year it changes how many games you need to win to get the number one seed it changes every single year how does how does that change like why does it change is it does it change because like maybe one team is winning most of this ga- their games and so that changes how many games everyone else has to win yeah it just depends on how teams play in that year okay and it depends on because depending on free agency that happens in the off season and maybe trade trade deadline. Sorry. It will change how a team is throughout a year. Right. So it really depends. It depends on if players get injured or not during the season. So for example, in 2016, right? Yeah. In 2016, the number one seed had 73 wins. That's a lot. That seems like a lot. Is yeah, that a lot? That's a lot. Okay, that because that seems like a lot. It's a lot because there's 82 games in this Who season. Who was it? It was Golden State. Oh. <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> so that's a lot, and it's 82 games in a season, right? So oh, that's Oh, yeah, crazy. that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. The next year, they didn't get 70, uh, 72. 72 or 73? 73. I have a question. How is it decided, like, before all of this, like, when the season starts... How do they decide what team goes against what team? Oh, the NBA picks that. Is it like kind of like a toss of a coin in me? Like, no, or is it? It's definitely not a toss of a coin because they have to factor in road trips, home games. It's a whole thing because there's going to be times when Eastern conferences need to go on West Coast road trips. And you don't want to make it that they have to play at a West Coast game and then they have to play at an East Coast game back to back. That makes zero sense. So what you'll do is you make them do maybe a five day road trip. Well, the where they will be in the in the west. So before, so okay, I'm like confused because like I know that like I understand the concept of like Eastern and Western Conference, but during the season, like teams from the West and the East play against each other, don't they? Yeah, they do. Everyone. So how does that? So that that still factors into the seeding. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's just total. Like you play eighty two games in the season. And, and then it's is after the eighty two games. Is it like conference? Like then it's playoffs. The playoffs. Okay. Yeah. And your playoffs, you play in your conferences. Okay. So eighty two games. This is your regular season. 
regular season, then goes they each go to their own playoffs. Playoffs are done, and then it's like NBA final finals. Okay, okay. okay yeah, good, th- good thing I explained this because if I went through this whole thing, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you would have just not understood. So that's a good thing. I uh, went through that actually. Okay, so um, basically, maybe I'll get a little bit lost, but yeah, just I, ask. I should I should be fine. Just ask. Hopefully. So obviously. <laughs> Growing up close to Toronto, Toronto Raptors fan. So I remember the day, and I kind of mentioned this to the podcast that DeMar DeRozan got traded. Because this was the thing. This Let me paint you the picture. Okay. Okay. I have to go backwards now. 2019, we won. Ha, ha, ha. 2018, 2017. So in 2016, we got to our first Eastern Conference Finals as a Toronto oh, Raptors. Oh, wow. Okay. And we were buzzing. I, like, I was absolutely buzzing. I was so excited. And then I realized, then I realized we were going against Cleveland Cavaliers who had LeBron James. Oh, shoot. I told all my friends, they're like, oh, we got this. We got something. There's no no way. There's no way. I have, I love this team, but there is absolutely, positively, no way we are beating LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And mind you, for people who are basketball fans and know this, and I'll get into this player a little bit later, they had Kyrie Irving in 2016. There's no way. All I wanted was to not get swept. So what a sweep is, and what I didn't mention, is there's seven games in each series. Yeah. So that's where the NBA playoffs, depending on how many games it takes for people to win, it's sometimes really long, right? Yeah. So a sweep is when the other team wins four and you win none. Ooh. And all I said... Cause, oh, yeah, because it's seven games. So, yeah. Best so four like, to seven. Yeah, that doesn't matter. If, like, they won back-to-back four, then you you lost. Exactly. Like, there's no way that you can win after that. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So I was okay. like, all I want is to not get swept. That is all I want. I, yeah. want, it hard, I want it to be hard for them to get to, to, win. The, to NBA finals. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Yeah. So, Which is fair. Like, it's fair. So we lost in six games, if, I, if I'm correct. We lost in six games. And oh, that was pretty good. And I was like, you know what? I am proud of this Raptors team. I am happy we did not get swept. The following year, 2017, we, this, we didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, again, based off um, seeding. So okay. we met the Cleveland Cavaliers before the Eastern Conference Finals, so in the second round of the playoffs. Okay. Does that make sense? So you didn't, you made it to, like, the, to be in the conference, but not the play, uh, to be in the playoffs, but not the final of the conference? Yeah, we made semifinals. Okay. Because you have first okay. round, second round. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, you didn't make semifinals. Okay. Well, you made semifinals, not finals. Okay, got Yeah, on. so met the Cavs again. Again, I was like, mm, there's uh, no way. I'm like, LeBron we, was still Yep, LeBron the was still there. I was like, okay, can we do it? Mm, I don't know. We got swept that year. And I was like, oh, that's oh, not that what sucks. I wanted. Then in twenty, it, it just sucks being swept on this label. Sucks like I, I was, I was upset. So we, so to, wait, sorry, it's fine. The so the seven games, it's um, is it does it only count for semifinals and finals? No, you play seven. Or games. is it seven games during the whole playoff? Every playoff game, every playoff series, so between two teams, is seven games. So for example. When it's like team seed eight and and first seed, mm-hmm. they still have seven games. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Every series has seven games. Okay. 
So then we go to 2018. And 2018 seemed like our year. We are we were number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Oh wow. We were making moves. It was our best regular season. You know, our coach at the time, Dwayne Casey, he was gonna be coach of the year, probably. So we're like, oh, we're feeling ourselves. Like, we got this. It's yeah. fine. So again, because of seeding, because I think um in that year I'll cross-reference this and I'll double check that because I don't have my phone on me, that Cleveland was a fourth seed, if if I'm thinking correctly. Was LeBron still there? LeBron was still there. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe we'll have a chance. But you know, but if you're, again, if you're a basketball fan, you know that when it's playoff time, LeBron James kicks it into a different gear. Like there's, like he, I mean, he knows what he has. Like he's like, okay, we made it, like, it was a struggle, but we made it. Like, now is not the time to give up. Yeah, no, he was cruising. Like, but the, he knows. But the thing is, well, the reason that the he wants is, to win, like, every other player. But, like, he re- like I feel like LeBron is, like, when he puts his mind to winning, he's, like, yeah. and the a thing, beast. The thing was that Cleveland, they had a low seed in 2018. But I knew. I remember talking to my mom about this. We both knew. We were, like, he's on cruise control right now. He is not. He is not playing to the highest point of his capabilities. He's just saving himself for the playoffs. He's like, eh, whatever. Like, we'll mm-hmm. get there, we'll get there. And like, I, as long as we make it to the playoffs. Yeah, at, at a high yeah. high enough seat, like, it's fine. So, again, we burst them before the conference finals. And I'm just like, do not get swept. Do, do not get swept. I, I cannot go through another year of being, swept. of being swept. Because you also had, at that time, we had LeBronto as what is that it basically means that lebron rules toronto because we can't get oh no oh that that hurts oh 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 that's not cool oh yeah no oh no (laughs) there is the game okay so we again got swept in 2018 okay and against the Cavs. yeah again so two years in a row, we also, and mind you, we had number one seed at that time. Yeah, you were doing well. It's not like. And they won in Cleveland, like oh, with no. a game winner. And that is ingrained in my head. Like that game winner. I, it was. Wait, part, what's game winner? Game winner means it's the last shot of the game and it wins the game. So like, were you guys winning until that shot or were you tied? Uh, Do you remember? I don't remember if you we were winning or we were tied. I but basically, it's like the I know last, it's a two point. It's like the the game is about to finish, and it's like the last shot, and it, and that's like the winning point. Is that what that means? Yeah, as in like okay. either you're tied or you're down one or two, and then the person shoots a three or a two to win the game. Okay, so that's what game winner means. Okay, um, I'm just going to quickly. And that's probably like I mean yeah, the, I get I get why that's ingrained in your brain because i feel like that's like whenever that happens it's like the crowd goes wild and like you just remember that are you googling it yeah um i'm going to google and this was in 2018 yeah uh let's see what if this is the right year yeah this is the right year 2018 wait are you googling to see uh how you were doing before the last no, oh, I want to see. Yeah, I just want to see if we. Yeah, it was four zero. 
May. Also, I have a question. Oh, no, it was game three that it was the game winner, not game four. But, oh. but I don't think I said a game anyways. I just yeah, said you didn't. Swap. I didn't, yeah. So it was a two-pointer. We were tied. Okay. Oh. Yeah. We were tied. We shot the game winner in Cleveland. Cloud went wild. The next game, they demolished us. We got swept. Oh, that hurts. So it sucked. But you know what? The saving grace, to be honest, was when I was sitting at home when that happened, I was like, you know what? I don't care because Golden State is going to sweep you. And they did. And they did. And I have never been more happy than I did, than I was when Cleveland got swept in 2018. I just cheered for the Golden Warriors like that. The Golden Warriors. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. Golden State. <laughs> oh, that was really bad. <laughs> um so much. Oh, I was ecstatic. I literally sat there once Cleveland swapped us. I was like, eh, I, honestly I'm not even I'm mad. But you know what? Y'all gonna be disappointed when Golden State just gonna sweep you in your finals. And they did. But that's besides the point. So that all happened. So that was in 2018 and another disappointing year, another LeBronto season. We just couldn't get over it. Like, just couldn't get over LeBron. Like, it was it was literally kryptonite. Yeah. Kryptonite. So then the magical thing happens. LeBron James goes to the Western Conference because he goes to the Lakers. I was like, yes. <laughs> you know what? We don't have LeBron anymore. We have to deal with him. Unless we get to the finals, then it's against Lakers. Like, yeah, exactly. And then that's another like thing in itself. That's fine. Yeah. But hey, that means we could maybe make it out of the East. So you know, everyone was very happy that LeBron wasn't in the East anymore. So you're we all like, yeah, okay, maybe this will be our year. Like, a 2019, this will be our year. Yeah. First things first. As I said before, uh, Dwayne Casey was our coach at that time, and he was positioned to win Coach of the Year. Um, in 2018. So for the 2018 season. Yeah. And he got fired. But did he get Coach of the Year? Yeah, he did. And it was iconic because he got the award after he got fired. Oh, but why did he get fired? So the thing was for me do at that time. Know? Yeah, I, no, I, I, do, I definitely do now, like looking back at yeah. everything. So at that time, I definitely was like an NBA fan. Like I, fo- I followed it enough, but I didn't follow it enough to know if a coach is doing a good or bad job i was just like i'm just watching the games and like yeah. seeing how things go but like not really like maybe looking deep like quote-unquote deeper yeah deeper into like when yeah. you take timeouts when you do this i just i would just watch the game like i understood it but i never yeah. i didn't nitpick things yeah exactly as much as like i might do now um but doing cases not that great of a coach. Oh, okay. When you look back at the grand scheme of things, like there's definitely things that Mm. you could have tweaked and changed. So we appointed our assistant coach, who is Nick Nurse, who now coaches the Toronto Raptors, who I love. He's great. I love Nick Nurse so much. He's he's such a G. Anyways, so that was the first change that Dwayne Casey got fired. And that was a whole thing. And also like none of, most Toronto Raptors fans were just like, oh, okay, we find our coach of the year. We're replacing him with our assistant coach. Yeah, it's, like, strange. It's strange. Like, we thought we were going to hire someone new instead of yeah. just promoting someone. I mean, it kind of makes sense, like, not – I mean, I know that, like, hiring someone new is, like, the norm. But I feel like 
promoting someone that's already in the team is also smart because like no. they know the, the players and like their egos and stuff and like yeah no it's really smart and Nick Nurse is literally an incredible coach so it like it works out so that was the first thing then the second thing I was on the um, bus going to work and on the radio it said that you know breaking news DeMar DeRozan traded to the San Antonio Spurs, and my heart. Was it a surprise? Or was it something that no. was being talked about? It was being talked about, but I didn't watch ESPN as much as I did, oh. as I do now. So I didn't see the rumors. All I knew was I woke up one day and DeMar DeRozan was no longer a Raptor. And I was like, no! Excuse? <laughs> What? Like, what, what, do, what do you mean? Yeah. Right? So I, I, was, I was flabbergasted. I was shocked. And as you and you knew this as well, that DeMar DeRozan wanted to be a Raptor. Yeah, I mean, you told me yeah. that he was, like, a very... I mean, he really liked the Raptors. Yeah, he lo- like, he, has, he had said that he wanted to retire a Raptors. Like, a Raptor. That's adorable. And you know what also the thing was? He was the only super, like... I would say DeMar DeRozan had superstar status when he was playing with us. He was the only superstar or star, maybe not superstar, but star status. He was the only star who wanted to stay. Oh. And he was American too, right? He grew up in LA. Yeah. So very different climate from Toronto. Exactly. That was a thing too. You know, we always get dogged on. Canada's cold. Like Toronto Raptors, no one wants to go to Toronto. No one wants to go to Canada. It's cold. It's different from America. Blah, blah, blah. And he was... An American grew up in LA, California, and he wanted to stay. Which is like so cute. So wholesome. Yes, super wholesome. And he was the only star who wanted to stay. We had Vince Carter back in the day. You know, he was crazy. He was a great player. Um, Like crazy as in he was a good player, not like. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like crazy, like this is insane how you play like really well. Yeah, he's really well. He's a really good player. And. He, he wanted out. He left. We had Tracy McGrady. He left. We had Chris Bosh. He left and went to Miami. We had so many superstars. Yeah. We had so many superstars and star players who were like, yeah, nope. I'm not I'm, staying here. I'm not doing this. And tomorrow wanted to stay. No. And then we traded him. And then I think it kind of got me to realize that at the end of the day, the NBA is a business. Oh, it totally is. And sometimes you get so invested in the players that play for your yeah. team. And then they get traded, and you're like, wait, what's, like, where's the loyalty? And it's like, well, there's no real loyalty because it's it's a company at the end of the day. It's a business. Yeah, and it's also, like, I mean, this is for not just basketball, but, like, for soccer, too. Obviously, a, a, a player might love playing for the team they're in. But also, like, changing teams sometimes is not their decision. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, it's, like, kind of imposed on them, which is kind of, like, sad but also like they get paid very well so like you shouldn't be really sad about it but it's so a toss-up because NBA yeah. players will complain and be like well we don't get a choice somewhere we get to live but it's also like well but you still get paid like For- really well like extremely like you're rich yeah you get 120 million so in four years maybe you shouldn't com- like i get why you complain because it's like well i have to like maybe move or like yeah 
go to a team that I, I don't know, like, or leave a team that I really liked. Yeah. But it's also like, can you really complain? It's a hard one. It's like, I get it, but I don't get it. Because I don't, like, I don't make that much, like, money as you got as NBA players do. And you're doing, like, I'm guessing your dream job. Exactly. You're doing a job that you love. And yes, okay, it sucks that you don't get to play in a certain city. Especially yeah, or like you're... people with the person that you specifically wanted to play with yeah. or whatever. Especially if you're not a, a caliber player where you can like make those decisions. Because I think we'll talk about one day like old NBA versus new NBA. And the new NBA now, you, you players get to be very vocal on where they want to play and who they get to play with. And I mean, yeah, I'm sure like now like players like, I don't know, LeBron or whatever, like really big names, they can like kind of have like a say in where they go yeah but still like yeah can you complain i don't know especially when you have like, <laughs> a free agency that's when you guys can really i think you guys that's when players can yeah. really um pick obviously where you yeah. want to go so uh, yeah i'm talking about like n- like regardless like not considering free agency yeah because that's a different yeah it's different like obviously getting traded it sucks especially for derosen because he loved it here he loved canada and the thing is also he wanted to bring us that championship yeah so badly but the issue was that he just like it It just didn't work for whatever reason like it, it just ne- i mean i guess like sometimes it just doesn't like, like yeah it never clicked yeah exactly and we got swept twice and that was the issue like masai ujiri is the president of basketball operation and he just probably sat there and was like this can't continue yeah because if it's two years it's not even like a year and then, like, maybe five years later. It's, like, two years in a row. That's a lot. That you get By the same team. That you get swept. It's not that we got to game six and game seven. Because maybe that would have changed how... Yeah. He would have dealt with the situation. But getting swept twice. So, it's... It's... it's yeah, that's... It, it just tells you that changes need to be made. Yeah. So, it was, it was definitely hard, though. Because DeMar was distraught. And he had no idea. Like, oh, there was really? no inkling that a trade was going to happen. He he didn't get the vibe that, like, things were going to change. Mm. He just got the call one day and was like, you're traded. He was kind of, like, blindsided by it. Very much blindsided. And that kind of sucks, though. Like, that that sucks. Yeah. Not being like, oh, like, heads up, this might happen. Yeah, not saying a heads up or shopping. We're looking to trade you. We're looking. But, like, there's talk, you know. or the, I don't know. Like, I know that I get... Like, it's probably hard to be like, hey, we might trade you. But it's also, like, a nice, like, warning to have and not be, like, one day, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to San Antonio. Yeah. Bye. It's hard. That, that's that's and not I, cool. And I guess I understood why they did it. Because if he leaked it, then perhaps the deal wouldn't have gone through. And, like, yeah, it's so hard. It's I mean, like, I'm not in the position. So it is hard. But it did suck. And then DeRozan's best friend is Kyle Lowry. Okay. Um, do you know that player? I know by name, like you've talked about it, but about him, but I don't know where he plays. Phoenix Toronto. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's probably why I know his name because you've. Okay, that makes sense. Um. So. So I was like, I know the name, and you've mentioned it like a lot, but I don't remember where he plays. Yeah. So Toronto makes sense, like, that he's in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. So he plays for the Raptors, um, and they are best friends. Like, you can Google um, compilation videos of... Oh, my God. ...of their, like, funniest moments, and I'm just hanging out and oh, being friends. Oh, that's so cute. Very cute. And he was so mad at Masai. Oh. Like, apparently, they, like, he literally just didn't talk to him until, like, for a couple of months. 
Oh, and wow. they like reconciled. I think a couple months later, they actually had a sit down conversation about it because he was that mad. Oh wow! Demar was his best friend. I think it's also the fact that they didn't. No one. Like, it was kind of, like, a rumor, but no one really, like, knew this was, like, talks were happening. <laughs> At least that's the feeling that I have that, like, what happened. Um. Um, so, yeah, they were best friends, and it just, it sucks. So, the thing was, so DeMar DeRozan gets traded, basically for Kawhi Leonard. We traded another player, whose name I don't remember. Oh, that's sad. Um, and at- Is he still in the Toronto Raptors? Who? The the uh, wait, because wait, what did you say? You um, traded another player, as in he left to San Antonio. So you traded two players for Kawhi and Danny Green, so another. Oh, player. okay. And, a, and so we, two players for two players, okay. And we gave a first round pick to San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's that's a lot. No, it's no? not. No, for what we got, it we went up like we bamboozled the San Antonio Raptors, and I will get to that. Oh, okay. but I say bamboozled for the package we the for what we for gave up deal. to get Kawhi Leonard, we bamboozled. Okay, hoodwinked, <laughs> led astray. It was great. <laughs> you bamboozled. So we get Kawhi Leonard, and all all of the sports analysts, media analysts, are like, "This is an awful trade for Toronto." Oh, awful trade. He will not. He won't play. Um, so people thought it was a worst um, choice. Like, it was a worse situation for Toronto than for San Antonio. Oh, yeah. They thought San Antonio won that won that trade by a long Oh, shot. wow. Okay. But it was like, oh, it's the reverse. Love Jamar, but it was the reverse. So I, will get, do you, I don't think I've ever told you about the Kawhi Leonard situation in San Antonio. Um, you might have mentioned something, but I don't remember. So, the whole thing. So, Kawhi Leonard, he's a finals MVP um, okay. for 2014, if I'm right. With San, San Antonio. Antonio. So, I had a one championship, one finals MVP during that championship run. Okay. Um, great player, great defender, mm-hmm. just fabulous. Like, love watching him play. Um, and the issue was he got injured. So there's a thing that happened. Okay. So he was going to take a shot. And this is during the finals? This this is during... Or if I'm not mistaken, this is during... I want to say... Wait, I'm trying to think now. Was it like... I'm thinking it was the semifinals. Because I know it was against Golden State that this injury happened. Okay. I want to say semifinals of... I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, to know from, like, just for me. Yeah. Like, out of curiosity. It doesn't really matter um, if you can't find it. I will it. check it. I'll just check, check it for later. After. But um, it doesn't really matter, I guess, for the story. So, he gets injured. So, what happens is he gets injured, right? Okay. And what happens is he's going up to take a shot, right? Yes. And during that shot, there's, like, a landing zone that needs to happen right like yeah like, like they need to land obviously yeah, when obviously. they go up to take a shot and if a defensive player steps close to that landing zone so in the area that yeah. they're landing nowadays you get called for a foul because okay. that's really dangerous yeah and why that's dangerous because you can potentially step on the person's foot yeah and cause like an injury yeah exactly and that's what happened to Kawhi. 
Um, Someone stepped in his landing zone and he got injured. So it was during the Western Conference Finals against Golden State in the 2017 game. Uh, year. 20, 2016 season. So, yeah, 2017 year. Okay. So, during the 2016 to 2017 okay. Western Conference Finals, that's okay, when he gets it. injured. I know it was against Golden State. I just didn't remember the, um, the year. So, um, he gets injured. Yes. And the issue is that the Spurs medical team clears him, so says you can play. Like, once this is all done, so in the yeah. following season, like, you're cleared to play. But he says, I'm not ready. And basically refuses to play. Oh, I think you told me. Yeah. So he just doesn't play. He just doesn't play. Like, he plays, but he, I, what, he plays maybe, I don't know, 30 games or something like that out of 82. So he barely plays. Yeah. For, like, a, I'm guessing a very, like, um, a starting player. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. So, That's not a lot. Um, there was very, I think there was a lot of distrust between the Spurs organization and him. Mm. Uh, they just they just couldn't get along after that injury. And him saying he can't play and them saying you are physically fine, like yeah. you can play. So it's a whole issue. And that culminates in the Spurs saying, we're shipping him off. We're trading him. We don't yeah. want him anymore. Like if he's not going to play, why have him? Exactly. We're not okay. paying you to sit on the bench anymore. We're shipping yeah. you. We're removing you. So Kawhi... It's known in the media that he wants to go to LA, right? Yeah. He wants he's from LA. He wants to go back home. That's what he wants. Um they ship him off to Canada. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. That's like, bye! <laughs> You're not getting at all what you asked for. But the thing is that, for example, if they traded him to the Lakers, the Lakers have well had a very good young core. Mm-hmm. And what they could have done was traded Kawhi Leonard for that really good young core. So traded um, their core to the Spurs in exchange for Kawhi? Yeah. And that's Wouldn't what, that have been like a lot of plays for one player? Yeah, 100%. But it would have been worth, worth it. That's what they did for... Did I tell you about the... This is off topic, but did I tell you about the Anthony Davis trade with the Lakers? I think so. New Orleans? I think so, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but I think he did. You, you saw the Game of Zones episode where LeBron was like, I'll trade the entire team for this one player. Oh, yeah. It's that. It's it's that. Okay. It's that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did it, right? Like, And it worked. They're number one seed in the West. So there's times where you you literally ship yeah. off three players to some picks for one player. That's crazy. That sounds crazy. It's crazy, but somehow, like, it works. Like okay, anything they could have done that, but they didn't. But there were a few. But you know why? There Wait, was that was that an option? Like, was uh, the Lakers kind of like looking to do that? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And the Spurs were like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want to. Pops hates the Lakers. Who? Oh, Pops okay. Hates. So he's like, yeah, screw that. We're not doing it. Not trading you to the Lakers. Oh. So he trades us to Canada. He trades him to Canada. He's like, you wanted to go to Sunshine? Well, do you like snow? Do you like negative? 20 degrees Celsius. But can you mind, mind you, he grew up in LA and played in San Antonio. He's never seen snow. Oh, that's true. And they ship him to Canada. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. I have never laughed so hard once that, like, when the trade happened. Like, like I, I knew of Quiet I didn't know him as, like, much as obviously I do now, but, yeah. or know of him. But it, I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, man, has that's, grew up yeah. in sunshine and hot. 
and he wants to go back to his hometown and they ship him off to like the opposite <laughs> direction. Literally opposite. <laughs> you want to go to LA? We're going to send you to Canada. Um, so yeah, all sports analysts were like, this is a bad trade for Toronto. Why would you do this? And the thing was that, again, you only get quite for a year. Oh, okay. So that was... The contract we signed him for was, well, was for one, one year. year. It was one year. One glorious well, year. That's the thing, but we didn't... No one knew if it was going to be glorious. Yeah. Right? And the thing is also... Was it like, did they decide to do one year because they were like, we're not sure how this is going to work out? Or no. they were kind of just like, oh, let's just do one year. No, I think it was to match salaries. Because when you do trades, you have to match salaries. Oh, okay. Okay. So they could we couldn't sign him for like a four year, um, a four year deal if San Antonio didn't want to like match that salary with Demar Derozan and sign oh, him for four years. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So Demar has he had two years on this contract, I think, and then we signed Kawhi for one year. For, two equal. Yeah, okay. to about match the salaries. Um. So, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah. So, um, wait. Kawhi goes to Canada. Yeah, no. Oh. Yeah, so everyone thought that, like, again, as I said before, it was a bad trade for Canada. But the thing was that oh, everyone yeah. was um, didn't know if he was going to play. Oh, this is where this is where I want to go with this. So DeMar DeRozan, so you have franchise players. Franchise players are, like, basically players that are the face of your franchise. For example, yeah, um, Dwayne Wade was the face of um, Miami Heat. Okay. Same with LeBron, but, like, Dwayne Wade is kind of, like, Yeah, it's, like, that one, it's, like, kind of, like, that one player that everyone knows is in that team. Yeah. It's, like, the big, like, oh, okay. And just carries the face of it, like, Dirk Nowinski for Dallas Mavericks, or um, Kobe for the Lakers. Yeah, Kobe and Shaq for the Lakers. Like, those people who just, like, carry that franchise, that's the face of it. DeMar DeRozan was that for us. So, basically, you're shipping away a franchise player. If you wanted to stay there for the entirety of his career... For a one-year rental, basically. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell? So sports analysts are like, Toronto, what are you doing? And the, So that's one aspect of it. The second aspect was, well, how do you know he's going to play? Yeah, if he was, like, previously not wanting to play for the Spurs. Exactly. But you know what? Again, you're going to have to take my word on it because obviously I didn't record myself when I said this. But I knew for a fact that Kawhi Leonard was going to play his absolute hardest while he was in Toronto. Why, why did you think that? Because he's not going to want to stay in Toronto. So he needs to prove that he can play. Because he didn't play oh, the year before. That's, that's true. He did not play to the year. To prove to other teams exactly. that he's playing like, like super well. Exactly. He's playing fantastic basketball. Because he didn't play the year before. So they don't remember. You have, yeah, 2014... Kawhi was a finals MVP. Okay, so how are you now? Yeah, like, are you still in the same caliber or, like, meh? Exactly. So I, all these sports analysts are talking and yapping about he's not going to play, he's not going to try. I'm like, yes, he will because he does not want to stay in Toronto. He will want to go back to L.A., so he will need to prove yeah. to every L.A. team and any other team if L.A. doesn't work out that he can play the game of basketball. So and he, he can, Yeah, so he can eat out of. Toronto. Exactly. And I remember when we got him, I was like, oh, he's he's gone for a year. I just want him to play his absolute hardest and let's see what we can do. But you know, towards the end, I got rosy yeah. sunglasses. I was like, oh, maybe. Towards the end, you were like, oh, maybe he'll stay. Maybe. 
I remember talking about like if he stays, Toronto will like build a statue for him. He doesn't understand. I don't think he. I don't think Kawhi even understands now just what he did for Toronto. Not only that, but Canada. But what could have been? You would have seen every person in Canada wearing New Balance. Every single person shoes. Jackets, sweaters, even if they were ugly. His, his t-shirt, like the t-shirt with his name on it, would have been like sold out sold all out. the time. Cra- crazy. Like it, it, it actually would have been Yeah, that's wild. true. So towards... Yeah, the, I don't think he gets it. He didn't get it. I mean, he did in one sense. He probably understood, I mean, but yeah. he just wanted to go back home. And I, and I, we can't blame him. Yeah, that's to go very back fair. Home. You know, his dad passed away when he was in high school, I think. So family's really, really important to him. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's understandable why he wanted to go back to LA. Yeah. So, but what could have been? Anyways, so I knew. What could have been? <laughs> so I knew he was gonna play his hardest, and just you know. But I, like, if you told me that the Toronto Raptors were gonna be NBA champions in 2019, you would have laughed. I would have laughed. I would have been like, "Oh, you cute." Like, haha. Like, okay. I, that that would be cool, but haha. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But man, did it come together. Like, just crazy. And the thing also, and this this will be, I'll definitely talk about this when we talk about new NBA versus old NBA. Um, we have load management, which is a very new term in the NBA. Load management. Yeah. So what do you think load management means? I just, I'm just Wait, is it, is it load? Load management. Load management. I don't know. Um, actually, I don't know. I can't think of what that would be. So load management. I remember it got announced in one game, like Kawhi Leonard is out for load management, and I googled load management because I was like, I don't know what this is. Like I've been watching basketball for enough years, I have no clue what this is. And I googled it, and it's like some circuitry physics thing, and I'm like, what are we talking about? Load management is basically resting players. So what does what okay what does resting players mean? They they just don't play. Like they just literally don't play. Yeah. But are they still part of a team? No. Or yeah. Like no. Just like chilling, me like okay, time out. I'm not part of any team. No, 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 no. Like they're still in the team. Like they're still under contract. But it's just like a rest time. Like they're not playing a game. Okay. Is it to like prevent injury? Yeah. Okay. So Kawhi, he has a. Like, something with this, I think it's quads, and it's just a, like, it's a degenerative, like, thing that's with his body. So, he needs to be rested every couple of games and, like, once in a while. Okay. So, he'll, we'll, we will rest him during games that, like, might not really matter. Like, games against a person who has a very low seating. Like, you should win without your star player. Does yeah. that make sense? So, yeah, you should win because they haven't won many games, so that means they're not on top of, like their game yeah like they su- like their sucky team yeah they yeah <laughs> like you should you should be able to beat them kind of thing without yeah like if you don't that's like that's a problem yeah exactly okay um, that makes sense so he did a lot of that like load managing uh so even through all of that it was just it was just a crazy like run like the yeah. playoff run was insane like you had we had our first um series was against Orlando Magic and we lost I think we did we lost game one and Kyle Lowry had zero points and oh my goodness did the media go like, like oh this is gonna go like 
ballistic. This yeah. is a terrible idea. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Exactly. They're gonna lose. Blah blah blah. And like we all knew we weren't gonna lose. We were just like, hey, we just need to get. I mean, it's together. also like the first game. Like, calm down. Exactly. He just got like, not that he just got there, but it's like there's probably like some little things I need to adjust. Like new player. Like it's it's calm down. Yeah. Like, so it's fine. So and then obviously we won Orlando. Next series was the 76er series. And when I tell you I have never been more stressed watching an NBA series than going against the 76ers. Like, why? They were just, I mean, they went to game seven, first of all. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I remember maybe it was, it was game six. And I was so upset that we were, that we did not win that game. Cause I was like, in any like y'all, okay, it sucks that we don't win it at home, but in any opportunity you get to close out a game, just close it out. Yeah. Like win the game so we don't have to go to a game seven, so my heart does not need to go through the pain of watching a game seven. Cause obviously it's like Yeah, you don't you don't wanna watch a game seven. Like that's the most stressful thing. Exactly. And then, you know, we have a game seven, Kawhi misses his free throw. We are the 76ers are down by two. Uh, the next possession, Jimmy Butler gets a two. We're tied at 90. I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm not, my heart cannot take going to overtime at this point. I mean, yeah. And I, I, I witnessed some of um, the reactions from not, like, not that, but, yeah, like, way later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, you already stressed. Like, I mean, obviously, like, those were, like, higher stakes. But I can imagine you being, like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. So stressed, I can imagine that. And then next possession, you know, we are tied. We have one more possession left. Kawhi goes to the corner, tosses up a shot, and it, it goes it, in. But I, I showed it to you, right? It bounce. It's it's that it's that game winner, the bouncing one, uh, where it bounces four times. Do you remember it? I think so. I don't know. You showed me so many clips of like my birthday. That is an like, iconic clip. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. I like. I remember like, like it's it's kind of it like my brain kind of remembers that, but not that well. Okay, I'm gonna stop this once I talk about the playoffs or once I talk about the playoff ride, and I'm gonna show her the clip, and then I want to see her reaction afterwards because that was literally when it first when it did its first. Um, bounce. I was like, oh, we're going to overtime. Like it's it. Like we're going to overtime. I I can't watch this anymore. And then went in, and I have never been more shocked in my entire life. And another thing is that uh, I I don't remember what year it was, but way way before we had it was the Toronto Raptors versus the Seventy Sixers okay. to get to the Eastern Conference Finals to play against Milwaukee, which is it's it's literally parallel to what it was in twenty nineteen. And we had a chance for a game-winning shot, and it didn't go in that year. Oh, no. And now, how many years later, it went in? Isn't yeah, that crazy? that's crazy. That's like the universe being like, this This is like what could have happened if you had won that game like years ago. That's kind of weird. It's crazy. That's crazy. And it goes in, and then we go to the Milwaukee series, and we are down by two games. So we, we they've won two in a row. The media's like, it's over. Milwaukee's going to the finals. It's over. It's done. Toronto can't win. Da-da-da-da-da. And then we win four straight. So. And we call it the Canadian sweep. We're so nice. We let you win twice. 
<laughs> saw that on Reddit and it is fabulous. That's so good. Like that kind of reminds me like in soccer in the um World Cup, the one that was in Brazil and the Germans were like, okay, like we we scored ten points, but we're gonna let you have like two just so you don't feel bad about yourself. That was an iconic game. This is very off topic, but I vote for Germany in the World Cup. You do. And I remember oh. I was at, I think, a training for a volunteer position, and they let us have breaks to check our phone to watch the FIFA score, because they're like, we know you guys, some of you guys are probably obsessed, and I'm like, yeah, me. I checked the score, and I thought my phone was broken. I think everyone thought that the scoreboard was, like, broken. I thought it was broken, so I, like, I, like, escaped the app. It was fine. It, it said the same score. I turned off my data, turned it back on, said the same score. I, I restarted my phone. Oh wow! I was like, really? This is wrong. I was like, "There's." Oh yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, in Brazil. Well, I was living in Brazil, and watching that live was like, "What is happening? What is happening?" Like, I don't cheer for Brazil because I'm half Argentinian, but I felt bad. I felt bad for the Brazilian team. I was, I felt really bad. It was bad, and I remember I came home after that, and they like replayed it. So I watched the replay of the. Oh my game. god! And then my dad came home after I watched the replay of the game, and I was like, "All right, dad." And my your dad, dad uh, your dad likes to cheer for Brazil. Exactly. Right? So I made him sit down and watch the game with me. I was like, "Oh, that's so mean." I don't care. <laughs> okay, going back on topic. Yeah, um, but that was great. Uh, yeah, so just that iconic series. So. Us being down two games winning, like to think that the Kawhi Leonard trade would have culminated, like worked so well, so well to win a chip the next year. Is did it work out for like how did it go for San Antonio? They made it to the playoffs in the eighth spot. They got knocked out in the first round, but they made it to the playoffs. Oh, okay. San Antonio should have traded them to the Lakers. Not that I'm complaining. Yeah, like it worked out for you for Toronto, but they should have traded. Because if they had traded for the Lakers, they would have probably had like they would have had Lonzo Ball, Brandon Brandon Ingram, uh, maybe Kyle Kuzma, but probably not. Or maybe they wouldn't have Lonzo Ball because Magic Johnson was the president and Magic really liked Lonzo. So maybe they would have had Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma. Mm. Um, so they would have had been been young. Okay, maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't have, but. It would have worked for uh, the Lakers. Oh heck yeah! I mean that would have been, you know, it would it definitely would have. But I don't know if their relationship would be as close as LeBron James is to, is to Anthony Davis. Mm, just because of like probably personalities. not. Also, like, isn't Kawhi younger than LeBron, or is he? The yeah, same I, I, no, no, no. He should be younger. So like that maybe also like. But it, Anthony Davis is a lot younger than oh, LeBron. Okay. Anyways. Then yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it would it wouldn't have worked for the Lakers. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know or maybe they, it would have. I don't know. We'll never know. I guess. Yeah, we'll never know. I mean, they wanted him when they had Anthony Davis and LeBron, but that would have broken the NBA. It would have been unfair again. So, like, I'm glad that it, that that did not happen. That Kawhi went to the Clippers, yeah. but I remember being so sad because I was up at the wee hours of night, refreshing everything for free agency like free agency took over my life yeah this like this summer it was such a wild like there were just so many players who had free agency and i was like i need to know like as soon as it happens like who's goes to where yeah and i remember going back home like the day the day the day he got traded because i think the trade got announced at four in the morning 
And I think that was around the time I would go to bed. That's, I mean, yeah. And I went, I had to go to sleep like relatively early because I needed to get up to go home. And that day I checked my phone when I got up and it was like, Kawhi Leonard's going to the Clippers. Aww. And at first I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. Like he's going back home, it's fine. And I sat there and I was like, well, why did he there's a there's a clip that it got posted on Reddit. I don't know if it's originally from Reddit, Instagram, wherever. But it's um from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and it's the episode where Will Smith is asking Uncle Phil, "Why doesn't he want me to his dad?" Oh no! And it was literally it was like, like Toronto, Photoshop oh, Toronto, no. and I felt that though. I was like, "Well, dang, yeah, why doesn't he want us?" <laughs> we gave him everything. We gave him everything, and the thing is, like. I think we just wanted to run it back one more year. Yeah, like just just do really well again, like like possibly more. win, and then go home. I think if we got that one more, we would have been like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah. home, go home. Like it's fine, it's fine. We, we just got that one other yeah thing to go. But it, it, I mean, it was a gr- great season, and just like for sure, how everything happened was fabulous. But yeah, it was uh, it was sad. Okay. Okay, you want to do a TLDR? Yeah, I'm just going to do a quick TLDR. Of the Kawhi, DeMar DeMar DeRozan, Raptors 2019-2020 season. Okay, so DeMar DeRozan gets traded for Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he goes to the Spurs. Mm -hmm. Kawhi goes to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Uh, DeMar DeRozan wanted to stay in Toronto because he really likes Toronto. He's been there since he started. Mm -hmm. Nine years? Yeah, okay, years. or something like that. About. Then Kawhi originally wanted to go back to LA because that's his hometown, but the Spurs are like, nah, and they ship him all to Canada to see snow. It's uh, <laughs> just so funny. Um, everyone was like, what is Toronto doing? This is a terrible idea. It's going to end terribly. Plot twist they win um, their first championship with Kara Leonard in the 2019 season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you know the whole saga. That's I know it. Now you know it. You can talk about it. You can form your own opinions oh on it. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I probably won't form my own opinions to be honest. But I, I, I felt proud of the fact that I was right that he would play his hardest. Obviously, again, which uh, it, it's honestly like it made sense. It made it made sense that you thought that. Yeah. It's like if he doesn't want to stay, he has to prove to any, everyone else that he's worth having. Exactly. So how does you're now if you know basketball, if you don't, you just like learn something completely new and like like me. Yeah. Um, how this could potentially tie in with the Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving situation and how that is. Like it's not them two together weren't traded, but just maybe how it ties together with Kawhi and DeMar DeRozan's storyline. <laughs> Yeah, so next thing that we're going to talk about is Kevin Durant. So I just want to know, what do you, do you know who Kevin Durant is? I know by name, kind of. <laughs> but it's like, okay, I have this thing where because I don't follow basketball like you do, like, or, like, just, like, a normal person, like, in the sense of, like, even watching games, I, like, can get, I, like, whenever you tell me something about a player or, like, a name, I'm, like, okay, you've talked about him, but I don't remember what team he plays for, except for, like, Toronto, like, Kawhi, because I, like, you were, like, oh, like, he went from, like, Toronto to, like, Clippers, 
or like really big names like LeBron James, like very like mainstream names. And I know, like, okay, that's such a diss because Kevin Durant is. I know, I know. Okay, I know Kevin Durant is a main. That's what I was gonna get into. Like, I know Kevin Durant is like mainstream name because I've heard it a lot, like a ton of times. I just don't know what team he plays for. (laughs) Do you want to guess? Does he play for the Lakers? No. Okay. I don't know. He played for Golden State. Okay. <laughs> he won two bottles MVP <laughs> with Golden State. And here I am, like, I don't know what he, who he plays for. And now he plays in Brooklyn. Okay. And he used to play for Oklahoma City Thunder. So, okay, cool. I, I mean, I know he's, like, what I meant, not that he, I meant in the sense, like, like LeBron, I knew what teams, like, he played for the Cleveland Cavaliers and for the Lakers. It's just, like, Kevin Durant, I've heard, like, a lot. Like, you've talked about him, but I just don't didn't remember what team he played for. Wait, what teams have LeBron played for? Didn't he start in Cavalier? Just say it, and then I'll say if you're Didn't right he? Oh, I feel... Okay. I only know that he played for the Lake. Well, he's playing for the Lakers, and he played for the Cavaliers, like, twice, like... He was in the Cavaliers, and then he left, and then he came back. Okay. That's all I know. Where did he leave to? From the Cavaliers? Yeah. Oh, no! I feel like this is a trick question <laughs> for some reason. It doesn't make sense that I feel like that. Um, didn't he go to, like, it was, okay. I'm either going to be really correct or embarrass myself. Didn't he go from Cleveland to the Lakers, and then back to Cleveland, and then back to the Lakers? Eh, wrong. Oh, no! <laughs> I was like, I know this is probably wrong. He went to Cleveland, left for Miami. Oh, right, he was in Miami. Went two with Miami. Oh, that's true. He oh. went back home to Cleveland after he won the two to bring Cleveland their first championship. Yeah, then and then he, he went, went to the Lakers. Lakers. Oh, I forgot Miami, that he was in Miami. The big three in Miami. That was the era of big three. And like, maybe that Wasn't that, like, the... I mean, not that they're bad now, but, like, I think that was the time where I knew about, like, I heard more about Miami oh, than I do now. Yeah, I mean, now Miami's on the up and up. They have Jimmy Butler. They have Bam. Yeah. Bam. Bam. My goodness. Um... How here we great. Like I love that kid as a rookie is he's he's cool. Like he's just great. Yeah. The, the confidence that kid has in games to just shoot a three when the game's on the line is like it's up there. But yeah, Miami's definitely on the up and up. But yeah, back in the day it was Chris yeah. Bosch, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James, the big three in Miami. You either loved them or you hated them. And yeah, that was that that was funny. Could definitely, I mean, it will maybe tie into this a little bit because we're talking about Kevin Durant and things that happened with him. But uh, yeah, so Kevin Durant uh, was selected by Seattle Supersonics, but Seattle Supersonics turned into Oklahoma City Thunders because okay. it switched um, cities. Yeah. So he played there for a number of years, right? So we're, we we have gotten now to two. I want to say. Okay, let me go backwards. I don't know why I have to do this. Okay, 2018, 2017, 2016. So 2015, 2015. Okay. We are at the Western Conference Finals, and it is between Oklahoma City Thunder and the Golden State Warriors, right? Okay. And Oklahoma City is up 3-1. 
in the series, which means Oklahoma City has won three games to Golden State's one game. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Oklahoma City's in the lead. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they have a 3-1 lead in the series, which means they have to win one more game to just win the series. And to go to the finals, right? Yeah. Like one more game. Yeah. They ultimately lose four straight after that. So they are they one and they lose. How do you how does that happen? Oh, it happens. I mean, I I know it happens, but it's just like crazy. You're like, oh, you're like going like soaring and then suddenly you just crash land. Yeah, that's why it's never guaranteed, man. It's even in series, even when you have a three one I feel lead, like basketball is never guaranteed. It's, it's even during a game, like it can change so fast. Like, especially in today's league. My goodness. Like Toronto Raptors are a testament to that. Like I feel like one day I wanna show you one of my like iconic Toronto Raptors games from like I won't mm. make you watch the whole game, but I'll make you watch from a specific point. Yeah. To the end and it's just it's literally great. But um that can be its own like thing that we do. But yeah, so he was up 3-1, lost to Golden State. Okay. Now, everyone kind of thought, all right, well, you'll run it back. Like, you'll just you'll just try again next year. But Kevin Durant leaves, and he leaves to Golden State. Okay. The, okay, the year after he leaves and goes to Golden State. Okay. Yeah. So, what, how, how do you think the media took that? I mean, I'm sure they made up a whole story of, like, I don't know, like, some awful story. Oh, not awful, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't really, I don't know what they probably said, but, like, something like, oh, he's, he's going to the team that's, like, won against, I don't know, like, I actually don't know. I'm no. trying to think of something, but I, I don't... No, say what you're, like, literally just going to say. Like, the team that defeated the team that he was in. Because that... Wait, because he went to Golden State, and that Golden State is the team that beat them. Yeah. So it was, I'm sure it was like, oh, he's going to the team that beat them because they're better or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, so... Like, he doesn't care about the team. He just wants to win yeah. something. Kevin Durant overnight went from one of the most loved players to one of the most hated players in the NBA because he was up through one against the Golden State Warriors, couldn't finish out the series, went to the team that beat him and joined them. And and it was also to them, that was the year that Golden State won 73 games. So they, that was the year that they had the highest amount of wins in NBA season history. Okay. And this was behind the Chicago Bulls, who had a 72-win series. So, or ahead, actually. So, they that was the series that they um, won 73 games. Was it that they also beat them when they were up 3-1. So, the, the media ran with it. I, I mean, A yeah. lot of people were disappointed. And a lot of, obviously, if you're an Oklahoma City fan, like, I was disappointed when Kawhi left. And I already knew from before he was going to leave. I yeah. can't imagine how Oklahoma City fans felt when Kevin Durant. Oh, they must have felt so betrayed. Like, they must have felt super betrayed, especially considering that he was going to the team that defeated them. Yeah. And, like, prevented them from, like, going to the finals. Yeah. 
So, which like, yeah, like you you feel betrayed, but it's also like it's like like we said, like people forget that it's it's a business and like people want to win. Yeah, exactly. I was you gonna know, tie it know. with the DeRozan situation that you know DeRozan gets traded to a team that he didn't want to go to, and that's the business in the NBA. And and Katie said this. He's he did a podcast with all that smoke, um, and he said, you know, but when. Or I think it was Matt Barnes who said it. He said, and if you don't know who Matt Barnes is, he played in a lot of teams in the NBA. He's retired now. Um, he said, you know, it's fine when NBA executives do it, but when we as players want to do it, everyone, like, hates us. So it's like, like, what do you – I'm curious as to what your thoughts are because you're not, like, a fan. So you don't really have any, like – yeah emotions tied into the game or emotions tied into a player so how, like do you think it's fair for players or not players maybe but fans to be like what the hell are you doing like we supported you why did you leave us high and dry or why did you go to that particular team instead of another one I think it's I don't know it's hard to like I understand both sides and I think part of it is like fans take it as like even if you're like a super fan it's still like not your job but like for players it's their job and like there's also like huge egos that like I I mean like players that are like stars like I mean players in general like if you make it to the NBA your ego grows like I'm sure that happens so, like, people don't take that into consideration as well. Like, it's, first of all, it's, like, their job. Like, the ultimate goal is to win a championship title. And, like, it's also, like, for your ego, like, okay, I want to win. And still their job, like, they get paid for it. And, like, I understand also, like, feeling the betrayal, like, being, like, okay, like, I feel like you left us, like, for your own like selfish like reasons but it's also like is it selfish like it's hard to like I don't know to grasp like is it really selfish if like I don't know like it's kind of like getting in a way a promotion at work in a way a little bit but not really like because like teams like they change like sometimes like when you and like you get into a team they get better sometimes they get worse depends but it's like I don't know it's like hard to like I understand like both sides and like I think people take it less to heart when it's like GMs or like whatever like not when it's not the player who decides because it's kind of like okay like that's bureaucracy that's like they understand that it's a business and they still, like, suffer, like, they're still, like, oh, this sucks. But they understand that it's a business. But when it's, like, the player, it's, like, they take it more personally as a fan. Like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to, to like, have my, like, a set opinion on it. Because I understand both sides. Like, I, I'm trying to, like, see both. But I think fans sometimes are kind of, like, I mean, for every sport, they're, they're, they can go a bit crazy. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like it's hard because – and I feel like it was just a bit 
unfortunate circumstances. And I remember when the trade happened, I, I was shocked. I was like, wow. But I, I think, I think, the, I think the issue with it was just that Kevin Durant going to the Warriors just made the NBA, NBA unfair. Mm. It was like, there's no way. And it literally took them getting injured for some, like for the Raptors to beat them. Like I love the Raptors. If I'm being completely honest, it would have taken a miracle and a half to win if they had mm. KD, if they had a healthy KD, a healthy Steph, and a healthy Clay. It, it, it potentially could have happened because we were on a on a roll. On a roll, but man, I don't know. Like because before he went to the Warrior to the yeah Warriors yeah Warriors um. They're already doing really well, right? Yeah, 73 team win. Yeah, so like, and then getting another really good player. Getting an all-star caliber player. Yeah, you're starting that's right just like, I yeah. Like, the league just became unbalanced. It, like, and I think, I think his decision, it's just unfortunate that he got so much flack. Because of course, I think, as a... I think if, if the, if they hadn't lost to the Warriors previously like if they hadn't lost the chance to go to the final like against like you know like losing against the Warriors to go to the finals then maybe people wouldn't have been as harsh like I think people would still be like oh, okay like you're leaving for like an like this insane team that all has like all-star like players yeah I, I just think like probably if that was like the case like that they hadn't lost against the Warriors and maybe people would have been less harsh but I think it was like a double betrayal like okay we lost against the Warriors now like our superstar player is like leaving us for like the people that beat us yeah and I think it's also the fact that it's hard because Kevin Durant said in like it's an it's an interview with all that all that smoke all the smoke and he says he already knew going to the season that he wanted to leave. He didn't like the way that Oklahoma City played basketball. He didn't like the system they had in place. And he said, you know, I do want to go to a team. And he said it to himself. He, and the thing is, he never announced. He never said anything. He always kept it to himself. So he said to himself, you know, I want to go to a team that passes the ball more, that has more assists in their game. And Golden State was very much that. And I felt like it was just bad circumstances that it had to have been Golden State that they lost. Yeah, exactly. It had to be Golden State that you were through up three one and could have just won one more exactly. game. Exactly. If it was, if it was, it was very like there were one game. Like if they just had won that game, they would have been in the final. Exactly. Just That's one more the game. Thing. It's that. It's the fact that they were a seventy three win team. Yeah, it's not like he's going to a team that's like I don't know middle of the pack. Yeah, exactly. It's like top tier, like going like crazy like winning almost everything exactly and adding you to that mix exactly yeah will make the league imbalance and i think um just those things just all together just made it that a lot of people were upset with what he did and and how it went about and i think also that I think he also says um, in the podcast that he just felt like, and he also wanted to live in like the Bay, which is great, obviously. Like, yeah, like that's super nice. <laughs> it's a great place to live, but 
I think, yeah, I think just those things coming together, it's just like, well, dang, like what? And I think it was also that, I don't know if he didn't expect people to get mad. Because if you didn't expect people to get mad at that, I don't, I don't know what yeah, rose like, colored glasses you're looking yeah, at. Like, like, of course people are getting pissed off that you're, that, that that's what's happening. Yeah. Because at least your, your team's stacked. Like, there's, there's no way another team could beat you. Exactly. But I think I also understand why he would have not announced, like, oh, I want to leave because I don't like the way they play. Because it's like, you're kind of, like, dissing your own team in a way. I don't mean announce it in terms of, like, the media. Because you can't do that. Because no, you, get, yeah. you get fined. That, that's, like... But oh, that happens in the NBA. Just so but, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, like, really shitty to have that chem... Like, you just break up a chemistry that might... I mean, maybe some teams, some players do that and there's already no chemistry. But I'm sure they had some type of chemistry going and, like... Uh, like saying that is is like it, it kind of feels like backstabbing yeah 100% so he I understand why he didn't say anything but it's also like there are ways that you I'm sure he has a publicist that he could like ask oh like I'm thinking about this like how can I say it to people without being like oh I don't like how this team plays yeah I mean I guess you have to just talk to the coaching staff, see if they want to change it, and then be like, if, listen, if you yeah. don't change it, I'm leaving. Yeah, exactly. First being like, okay, like, I have a few things that I want to, like, talk about. Like, the way that we're playing is not, like, how I like it. Like, can we pass it more or whatever? And then if nothing changes, then, okay, like, this didn't change. Like, I talked to you, and, like, yeah, I'm leaving. I think the only saving grace for Kevin Durant, and I think that was the only – it's the only argument you could use, like, to, I'm not saying that what Kevin Durant did was bad, because you're like, you do what you want, just from yeah, a, choices. just from a, I guess, a, a fan perspective, like, and just like how, how competitive the game is, you know, mm-hmm. when you make a stacked team, you kind of take away the competitiveness of it, because it's like, well, yeah, you're, yeah, your team you're is, just, is insane so you're just gonna yeah you're just gonna win like we already know you're gonna win so there's no there's no enjoyment anymore and mm-hmm. i honestly felt that like it was it, th- their their basketball was beautiful to watch i'm not gonna lie go to yeah. play basketball with kevin durant uh, steph curry and clay was beautiful basketball but a couple issues with it was that it made the it made the nba just predictable in a way like you knew yeah, they were gonna win yeah i understand that and the second thing is that Kevin Durant is such a great player, and the way he plays is so fluid and like so beautiful to watch. But it took away from like getting to see Curry kind of go off on like just how he plays, like yeah. his little handles and his threes and everything. Like it, 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 it changed how the dynamics, the, like how we could see Curry play. So it was. So I think everyone was very excited when like Kevin Durant left, that we would be able to get to see Curry back and like you know when he like MVP Curry, like how he played. But then obviously, well, if you don't know this, he got, his hand got broken. So he yeah. was out of the, <laughs> he was out as well, which kind of sucked. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It was him. unfortunate. But the saving grace, I think, was that um, the Golden State Warriors also lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers while they were up 3-1 in the finals. Oh. So I guess. When he was already there. No, when he well, wasn't there. Oh, okay. So that was the same year. Same year. Oh, so oh, like, no. that it? wasn't the same year. Wait, was the same year? Wait, then that's 2016. It's 2016. So it's not 2015 that he had the 3-1. Oh, 
3-1 lead against um, Golden State. It was 26. Sorry, it wasn't 2015 when this he had the 3-1 lead. It was 2016. It, it was 2016 because okay. in that same year, they lost to Cleveland. So, like, right after this. Wait, or did they – oh, they lost to Cleveland in the, front. the conference final? No, like – no, finals. yeah, NBA finals. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wait, <laughs> locations. Yeah, so it was, it, it, yeah, it was, it was 100% the same year. Um, so I guess I was the only, like... Kind of like, okay, well, like, they at didn't least win. they didn't win. Like, they didn't win, I guess. Like, they were also 3-1, and they, did, they also didn't have the necessary... It's like, it's hard because, like, when you're, if you're trying to play the devil's advocate, not in terms of, like, personal decisions, because, yes, you're a grown man, do what you want. Yeah. Even if we all hate it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's you living with yourself. And you yeah, know. exactly. But if you're trying to argue it from a basketball perspective and you say, yeah, okay, they, they didn't have a missing piece to beat LeBron, even though you were up 3 1, the missing piece is not an entire all star player. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, it could be another bench player or another role player. Or it player. could be like a play that you did, didn't do, or like. It's not another all star. Like, that's not. Yeah, your... that, that's a. <laughs> that's not your. That's a big compensation for it. Like, big way to compensate for that. Very large. So. It was hard, and I think also that Kevin Durant felt, and it's also in that podcast, that like he felt that the media portrayed it as the Warriors and KD. Like, he was never a part of the team. Oh. And he felt that because of that media narrative and that media push, it did a little bit trickle into their relationships. And it culminated in, so in, in the 2019 season, um, there's a player named Draymond Green who's on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Got drafted by the Warriors. Okay. Um, because the, the the core three of the Warriors is Steph, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, and all okay. three of them are drafted by Golden State. Oh wow! Yeah. So they've been playing for Golden State since they've been drafted. Since they've been drafted. Wow. And it's it, it, and it's like and it's been a while, right? Yeah, it's been a while. And okay, I kind of like gonna, that happens. I'm gonna write something down. I kind of like when that happens, not going to lie, when it's like a a draft that stays. Oh, I love it. Which I think it's also kind of like, like we said, like the feeling of loyalty. Yeah. Which like, it kind of makes you forget about NBA as a business, but it it's does. kind of like, it, it makes it wholesome. That's the thing. Like when a, a team or like a player decides to stay, like a team in the sense of like, the GMs and whatever, like, decide to keep a player. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like, if it gives a feeling of, like, loyalty and, like, you always see the same face yeah. and, like, you can kind of count on that person to, like, win. Yeah. It's like Ky- uh, Kyle Lowry and the Raptors. Like, I want him to retire as a Raptor. I don't want, I don't want to see that man wear another jersey. I want him to retire as a Raptor and I want his number to go up in the Raptors. Like, I, like, I want that to happen. And I know for Golden State, like, Steph, Steph's number is getting retired. Clay's number is oh, probably going to yeah. get retired. Um, but like, it, I feel like it'd be very surprising if, like, I don't know, Steph Curry like leaves the Warriors. Oh, this is never like happened. that would be like so surprising. <laughs> that would never happen. He's all he's there. I I I get to something that has been said, like, and it ties into that. But um, 
he always thought it was KD and the Warriors. And I felt mm. like, and oh, this is what I was going to say. So, yeah, so Draymond Green, um, they were playing, I think, against the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken. And they get into a fight, and it's in front, in front of everyone. Wait, so him and KD. And he says to KD, he calls him the B word. And he says, we won without you. We won before you. He says something like, we won before you, we won without you, and we'll do it again. Oh, oh, yikes. So it kind of made him feel like, oh, you're not necessary. You're not like, necessary. Like, you shouldn't be here. You're not a part of the team. We won before oh, you, we'll win without no. you. Yeah. And he says that got, that, that trickled oh, that in. sucks. And he says that trickled into his decision in free agency. So now, what what is KD doing now? I mean, he tore his Achilles, so he's um, rehabilitating. But he's still in the Warriors? No, he's in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You said he was in Brooklyn, okay. Yeah, that's, oh, that sucks. That sucks. And the other thing as well is that um, there's another, <laughs> I'm clicking in all these podcasts. We're not sponsored by them. But I'm just plugging it because they're my favorite. Like, I, I, I enjoy listening to them. I mean, if we were sponsored, <laughs> then that'd be great. But we're not. Make it blow up. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> NBA players. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but um, there's a podcast with um, Skip Bayless, Drip, Bay- Drip Bayless, um, and Shannon Sharp. And it's called Undisputed. And in that podcast, Shannon Sharp, who's a retired NFL player, he says, you know, he's saying it to Kevin Durant, like, Golden State, that, like, they will not love you like they love Steph. Which is fair. Which is true. But Kevin Durant got very upset at that statement. I mean. But it's true. I can't understand why. But it's true. It's true. I feel like Curry has, like, I don't know, like, that's, it's like. Hard eyes? Hard eyes. Like, everyone has hard eyes for Steph Curry. Yeah. Like, even people who are not Warrior fans, I feel like everyone, like, I don't know, he just, like, has that vibe to him that everyone likes him, and, like, he's such a good player that people are like, okay, I don't care what team you're in, you're great. Yeah, and it's like, they drafted him and saw him work from what he was, a skinny little... (laughs) Scrawny. Scrawny. Scrawny Steph Curry to how he is now, and it's... They see him get married, have his, his kids. kids. It's different. His kids are beautiful. I know. Like His kids are beautiful. Like, oh, they're so cute. And you see him grow up. You see him become a, a husband, a father. And it's like, oh, that's our step. Like, that's our baby. That's our baby. And they will love him. And they, will, and they won't love a player that gets acquired as much. Unless there's, like, some chemistry that forms and, like... Yeah. I mean, unless you're, like, Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors. That was, yeah. that was a whole different... Whole that's, different I mean, game. that's a whole different deal. Yeah. Like, it was different. But even though you were the final... Like, even though Kevin Durant was the finals MVP and stuff like that, it's just they wouldn't love him the same. And I think that might have just... I think um, Kevin Durant was, like, kind of hurt by that statement because he wanted yeah. the war... Like, he wanted people to like him as much as Steph Curry or maybe like just like half of what people like Steph Curry yeah and, and to, like in the Warriors and I mean. to be a part of the team like to, to, yeah. to have that narrative where it's like yeah they're one because that, that's also like the reason he changed 
teams because he wanted a team that was like more um like cohesive yeah like he says that it was he just knew it was time to like change it up and to like he he liked brooklyn and he wanted to live there and whatever whatever but i do also think that it, it ties in with how he may have felt as a warrior just being like an other and you yeah like genuinely like as humans we don't like that feeling like oh no you want to be a part of something and a part of a team and he just wasn't gonna get that in golden state no matter what and it's because he joined a team that was so cohesive already and was a 73-1 team yeah and has already won a championship and him with that team they played great basketball but he was never gonna be in that team yeah and it's just it is what it is you know okay so i'll do the tldr again um what does tldr stand for i actually don't know i just know that it means like a summary I actually don't know what it means. I've seen it. I always see it online and, like, friends use it. And I know, like, every time they use it, it's, like, a summary. But I actually don't know what it stands for. Oh, too long didn't read. Oh, that makes sense. Because I only see it on text. Okay, well, it's still, like, I'm I'm still going to use it (laughs) because it works. Like, it's a summary. It's a summary. Um, Okay, so, oh, God. Um, Kevin Kevin Durant. (laughs) was Oklahoma City Thunder? Yep. Um, they were doing really well. They played against the Golden State Warriors uh, for the finals or the conference finals? Yeah, conference finals. Conference finals. So they were in the conference finals. Yeah. They were 3-2-1 mm-hmm. lead. Um, they lose. Then the next season... Uh, Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City Thunders for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, people are mad about it. Pissed. Oh, really mad. One thing I didn't, sorry to interrupt you, TLDR, but they called him Cupcake after that. Oh. And his first game back, people were in Cupcake shirts. Oh, no. It was Ooh. iconic. People were really mad. I Ooh. mean, when LeBron left, sorry to interrupt you, TLDR, but when LeBron left Cleveland, people burned his jerseys. I think I, I, I remember that. Burned Because that was a big deal. Um, I just remember people were really mad. Um, really mad. Okay. So um, he goes to Go- Golden State Warriors because he wants to get to a team that's more cohesive and, like, passes, like, do, does more passes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the whole narrative of, like, constructed around him affects him being in the team um doesn't so things don't end up working out he leaves for the Brooklyn Nets where he is now yeah okay it worked out in the sense that he got two NBA rings and two finals NBA yeah finals. but he it didn't work out in the sense I'm saying like in the sense of like the the team dynamics that he yeah. wanted to have I feel like probably in the first season it was a nice dynamic like the first NBA champ- championship that they won yeah, but I think, like, the narratives that were being yeah, pushed just kind of, people, I'm, I'm sure people were still, like, reminding him of, like, yeah. oh, you left, like, mm-hmm. Oklahoma for, like, the team that beat you for the final, whatever. And he said, like, in one interview that he never felt part of the team in Golden State. 
And it's like, did he, did, does he, did he, has he ever said if he was, felt part of the team in Oklahoma? Oh, he 100% did. So that's kind of sad. Like, you go from, like, okay, you maybe don't, like, okay. It's hard. He had a good chemistry in Oklahoma, but he ne- didn't necessarily like how they played, which, honestly, like, in retrospect, maybe, I don't know if he did, but maybe he should have talked about it to the coaching staff. I mean, like, yo, like we said, like, oh, like, can we just, like, change it up? I don't really like how we're playing. Can we, like, do some changes instead of, like, changing? I don't know. Maybe he did, and it just didn't work out. Or, like, maybe coaching staff was like, oh, no, we're not going to do that I just think, for you. I don't know. I think it was also because Kevin Durant, like, the game has – and again, I've said this so many times. Like, we'll do a podcast, a new NBA versus old NBA. And that would definitely be like a really long yeah. one because there's so many little things that we could talk about. But one thing, like, a little Maybe we'll do a like two part one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Honestly, we probably have to. Cause yeah, because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of things. So, one thing that's different is like the NBA now is very much into three point shooting. Like, three point shooting will shoot, like, people will shoot you out the game if they are mm. hot from three. And one of the most frustrating parts, things to watch, is when a team is so hot from three because you can't do anything about it. Like, they, yeah. just, they just stop and shoot. And it's like... Well, I mean, isn't what Stephen Curry is known for? My gosh. He will break your heart with his threes. Uh, Half court. From the logo. Bang. Oh, and that's what... Oh, man. I do miss it. I, I miss Curry playing. And I think his first game that he played... Was it against... Was it against the Raptors? I don't remember. I, I, I know I watched the first game that he came back. But, like, when he... Before COVID-19 and... Like, he was able to come back for one game. Yeah, I think it was against the Raptors. I feel like it was. Because I, I remember something. Because I think I asked you if he was... I don't know. I, I feel like I asked you about him playing or, like, you mentioned it. I'm not sure. But I feel I like might have it sent was... a snap because I was at home. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it, it was probably with the Raptors. Yeah. And just hearing... Curry from three, bang! Like I miss, I miss it. I miss, yeah. like I miss hearing that sound, and it's it's great commentary. But anyways, um, I don't know where I was going with that. But oh, just how oh, you were just talking about like differences. So it's a very much three point centric game, and it's just that Kevin Durant was one of the only players on his team that could shoot from the three, and he hated the fact that. Mm. it was like that and he also I know I know I think he mentioned in one interview he hated the fact that it was always like well, who's gonna take the last shot and he's like well does it like he just didn't he just wanted whoever had the ball and who could have the potential to do it just take the last shot so in Golden State it didn't matter if it was Clay or Steph or him like he had options like he had people he could mm. defer to because he wasn't the only he I felt guess, like in Oklahoma he was like the, the only, only one to do that yeah mm, that that's fair but I wonder how much of it he, like, tried to, like, how much, oh, like, how many times he tried to talk about it with yeah. the coaches. Yeah, and the staff, and see if they could do trades or whatever. To yeah, like, them. maybe have, like, one more that's really good at three-pointers or something. Yeah. Because if, yeah, I don't know, like, it's hard to, like, know these things, because obviously we don't have, like, an inside look into it. But I'm curious to know how much he mentioned it, like, what the conversation was. Yeah. Because I'm sure maybe he thought that he mentioned it many times, but maybe the coaching staff was like, oh, we didn't, like, I didn't feel like that was a problem. Because he definitely was loved in Oklahoma City. And, like, 
the Warriors are great fans. Like, they're, they're great fans. Yeah. So he definitely loved him. But just not as much as they love Steph and Clay. Like, it, it just wasn't, yeah. wasn't going to happen. You're also only there for three years. In retrospect. But, okay, you were there for one or two yeah. years. Yeah. They still had Steph. They still were going to love their goal. That was their golden child. Yeah, and it's like the only team he's ever played for. Yeah, golden. It's like... You know. Yeah, you love them. Like it's it's like especially if you're older. Like if it's you ride or die. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Literally, like it's it's that's who that's who they loved, and it it's just yeah, it's sad. I hope that in the next season he will feel the love from the Brooklyn Nets, and he will feel that. Yeah, hopefully. He'll feel like this is this, this is, is like what I needed. Yeah, like this is the team I needed. This is the dynamic I needed. This is what I wanted. This is what I've been looking for. Because I feel like, and I feel like, if he wins a ring with Brooklyn, it will feel so much better than the rings he won with Golden State. Yeah, because I feel like Golden State is like okay, like they were already winning before he got there. Yeah, which is not bad. It's not bad, no. But it's like it wasn't like a new thing. Like I feel like if he gets a ring with Brooklyn, it would be like okay, like. It was a team effort, like damn, like we did it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And also, be it would be Brooklyn's first first ring. So oh was, wow! Yeah, because Brooklyn hasn't yeah. had a ring yet, so it would it will definitely have a different feel to it. And you just have all yeah, of Brooklyn behind you, probably all of New York because all of New York are a mess. Um, <laughs> I feel like that. That's when like Brooklyn would be considered part of Manhattan. Like people would not care. They'd be like, oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> We're all in this, like, together. <laughs> yeah, like, let's just do it. Let's go for it. Um, so I know I wanted to do at this podcast, Katie and Kyrie, but that would make this, like, another two-hour Yeah, so we're going to move that to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move it to the next one. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to see what I can I'll, – I'll think of how I can tie Katie and Kyrie. Oh, I think I have a – a, a nice I mean, we can, like, we'll we'll do, like, a little recap of what we were talking about. So, like, it ties in, probably. I don't know. She has some ideas, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. These podcasts are getting longer. Yeah, they are. We started very, like, oh, like. 40 minutes. 40 minutes. And now it's, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, like, rambling on. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, hopefully, I mean, it depends on how big of a fan you are. Because if you're a large fan, you know all of this. And you might even know better yeah. than I know it. Like, Yeah, definitely better than I know it. <laughs> that's for sure. But um, if you don't know it at all, like, I feel like it's just. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan, you probably are, like, listening to this video. Like, okay, like, yeah, I know all of this. Yeah. But like, maybe me trying to understand this is at least at least a little bit entertaining to you yeah maybe know. maybe not who knows who knows maybe you're like bored out of your mind you're like okay can you make some like funny games again like, <laughs> i don't know i do have a game so i think we'll probably do it again tomorrow maybe yeah we'll see um we'll probably also like at some point maybe not tomorrow but like word association again because that was funny yeah i have another game that i want to play yeah. actually um, um i mean so I feel like that would be good. And then, yeah, we'll talk about Kyrie and how <laughs> just how Kyrie is and how I think it will go in Brooklyn when they actually get to play together and be on the same court. Like, 
as I said in the end of the other podcast, like it will be fine basketball way, but I just, I just don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll see how She's it is. She's an interesting character from what you've told me. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> interesting, yeah, interesting. Interesting is, it. it's, 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 uh, it's, um, it's a non-controversial way of putting it. Yeah, there you go. Because, <laughs> yeah, from what you told me, there's a lot of, it's interesting. He's he's yeah. He's um he's a character, all right. He's interesting. So just seeing how, just telling like the Kyrie whole situation and story, and then maybe my predictions for how it will go. It's just crazy because the NBA changes so quickly. Yeah, it's it's uh, a sport that changes very. I feel like I don't know. I don't follow that many. Well, I don't follow sports in general, but uh, the only like other like sports that I know that trade a lot are soccer and like the NFL mm-hmm. but I don't even know if they trade as like often as the NBA does they have they have the same like free agency and I don't I don't know about soccer I don't know how they're yeah like I think soccer has also the possibility of free agency, I think they but do I'm too, not sure but I don't I don't like I don't follow that yeah, I don't follow depth. it but I know for NFL, it's the same thing. They have a trade deadline. And I know for hockey as well. Like, I think every sport has a free agency period. Like, it's or during their off-season. like, team sports, yeah. Yeah, it's during their off-season. Yeah, team sports. And yeah, then <laughs> and then they have their um, their trade deadlines. But, like, you know, by next year, man, like, who knows? Like, you know, people didn't think Miami Heat were going to be as good as they were. People thought that Philly yeah. was going to be better than they were. There's every, every year there's a team that the NBA... I mean, obviously people can speculate, but, like, players are still human, and, like, humans change a lot. Yeah, so, exactly. like, it makes sense, and it subverts your expectations, or, like, it undermines them. And it's also just that... It's funny, because I feel like there's a little bit of a... I, want to, I can't think of another word besides curse, but it's it's not as bad as it sounds, but NBA analysts will say, this team is the one to win the East. And that team is the one that does not meet expectations at all. Last year was the Boston Celtics, and this year it's the Philadelphia 76ers. It, it, it's been a mess. And I think teams, it's also like you you put pressure on teams, on knowing, like, kind of a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Like, obviously, like, that shouldn't be enough pressure for you to, like, not do well. Yeah. But I feel like it puts a little bit of, like, oh, like, oh. people have expectations. I know how I'm going to tie these two. Like, <laughs> Um, <laughs> people have expectations of what our team is like gonna do or whatever. So yeah, just maybe yeah, maybe inherently. like a little bit of oh, okay, definitely people, people are looking, you know, definitely when Philadelphia like gets more, you know, when definitely when Philadelphia gets uh, bullied by the media, they play better in the next game, and it's very funny. I'm, I'm I kid you not. When media goes into them after they. Do really badly one game. The next game they play on, they're on, they're on ten. They're on their best behavior. Also, Philly s- sucks on the road, but that's a that's a different that's a different story. <laughs> like they're they're awful on the road. It's really funny actually. Like they're great at home, and people say they're great at home because Philly fans are brutal. They will boo their own team if they are doing badly. <laughs> Honestly, I can imagine like Philly people doing that. I don't know. Like I I have the feeling of. Like, the image of Philly people actually, like, being able to do that and be like, you suck. I don't care if you're my team. I'm going to boo the heck out of you. I mean, audible boos. Audible. Like, that's hilarious. 
And Maybe they're not making shots. Honestly, that's probably why they do good at, at home because they don't want to be booed. Exactly. It's a fear. I don't know what it it's is. It's a but... fear. They're scared of their fans. It's something. It's something when they play at home that they just get booed for. And like, this is a little bit off topic, but I think just one thing that's really funny is how creative teams get what, or it's not teams, but fans get when um, like just certain situations happen. So Obviously, when players go to the free throw line, like sometimes fans will like to chant something, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is around the time that LeBron and maybe, uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what, what what were you saying? Um, this is the time when it was rumored that LeBron was trying to like basically ship his entire team out. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. Didn't care. He's like, I'll trade all of you. So. You mean nothing to me. <laughs> so at one point, a Lakers fan, I forget what what city was being played for. Um, I forget what, what team, like the whole, oh my goodness. I forget what team the Lakers are playing at. Um, and I should do a compilation of like chants that were being said. But this is what I like specifically Ooh, remember. Yeah, yeah. You can, oh, I just thought of an idea. You <laughs> can like make a list of chants and I have to like figure out what like, player it's for like for what team it's for that could be funny oh like a free throw line like yeah okay that could be funny you just tell me the chance and i have to figure out from what you've told me if i can remember like who it was for like what team it was for okay we should definitely try that i don't Um, know i don't know how well i'll do but it might be a little hard but but i think it could be funny it'd also be funny to see what you associate with that chance yeah but, um, so a Lakers player was at the free throw line and literally the entire arena started chanting, LeBron will trade you, da-da-da-da, <laughs> LeBron's gonna trade you, da da Oh my god! <laughs> Ruthless, but fabulous. That's hilarious. Also, like, I don't know, like, I feel like it would make you want to play harder. Yeah, some people buckle, buckle under the pressure of, like, being like, oh, oh, you want to trade me? Like, okay. Yeah. It's either you, it's either it's either it will destroy it could destroy also the locker room chemistry though because it's like yeah oh I feel so like, I'm nothing then so it's like oh like I don't you okay yeah you know it's 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 tricky. it's either I feel like it's either you um start putting zero effort in just to show him like how badly the game goes if you don't do anything and like if you're not there or you play harder just to be like. You really do need me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or you just straight up don't care. You're like, eh, okay, if you get to trade me, I don't care. Yeah. I feel like some players are like, I have no loyalty to this team. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, for sure. I there, don't care. There are definitely players who like just play the game of basketball because like, well, it's what I like to do, but I don't care what team I play for. Yeah. Then there's obviously some players that are like, nope, I really like this team. I really like this organization and I want to stay. Or like, I like the city, so I don't, I want to stay. Or... Yeah. My kids like it. My wife maybe likes it. Um, yeah. Things like that. Um, but I also think, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Did I tell you this? That Kawhi Leonard's um, son is Canadian? I think so. Yeah. It's great. He's, <laughs> he'll have Canada with him forever. Exactly. And his and Kawhi's best shot will be as a Raptor friend. Will be as a Raptor. So, I mean, hey, it's going to follow you. <laughs> it's going to follow you. Maybe he'll come back one day and be like, okay. I would Cry. Maybe he'll be like, okay, fine, I'll come back, play for you. I would cry before I came back. That'd be sick. That'd be kind of funny. 
Or imagine if Ka- Kawhi and um, DeRozan go back at the same time. Raptors fans would explode. <laughs> they would implode. They would like lose their goddamn minds. It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. But yeah, I it, like. I think we were just getting the fact that you know, like in the next podcast, I'll just speculate Katie and Kyrie. But like. Man, like, there's certain things that you thought were going to happen that, like, just didn't happen in the mm. NBA season. Like, I thought, I did not think that Miami was going to be as good as they were. Mm. Like, yes, they got Jimmy Butler. I was like, yeah, you're going to be good. Yeah, but, like, but you, not, you didn't expect what they delivered. Yeah, exactly. I did not expect um, Portland Trailblazers to be so bad. <laughs> Like they were they doing better last season? Yeah, they were in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, they got swept by Golden State, which is which is bad. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> Golden State, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I didn't expect them to get swept. I feel like if Golden State went against Denver, it might have been a different mm. different situation. But um, yeah, I didn't expect them to do as poorly. Um, in one podcast, we'll definitely talk about Oklahoma City. Thunders, and I did not expect them to do as well as they are doing now. Oh, okay. I did not expect the Grizzlies to do as well as they are doing now. They literally have the rookie, John Morant. John Morant is, um, I've definitely shown you plays with him. And you've definitely talked about him, but I don't know. Like, I just remember his name. Uh, The Grizzlies is a team where um, the player refused to play for them. And their young players were all like, we talked about this in one of the podcasts. But what player was it that he was like, I'm not going to play? Oh, Andre Iguodala from, from Warriors. Yeah, and he was like, I'm just not. like, And he literally was just being paid to sit. Yeah. And then, and, and the, the the other teammates were like picked up the slack, the slack right? Yeah. And like then, they did well. And they went on Twitter and was like, oh, you don't want to. Yeah, like the Twitter thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like John Moran. I, like, I don't think anyone expected them to be like eight seed. Literally just drafting a kid. And just getting yeah. crazy. Like, that kid. John Morant is special. Like, special. He was He's shooting for rookie of the year. I don't know if that's well, going to happen yeah. anymore. Like, ugh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, kid is special. So, you know, things change so quickly in the NBA season to season. So, we'll just see, you know. But definitely I'll put my little, like, how I think it could potentially go with them. And I have a nice segue onto how... I'm going to segue or how I'm going to connect the Katie or mostly the Kyrie situation um, yeah. to another team. But yeah, so this is the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. Hope you laughed a little bit. Cause maybe, maybe, maybe it might have been a more serious podcast. So we talked about yeah. like, expectations. maybe, you know, everything that we talked about and you were bored out of your mind and maybe you didn't even make to the end or maybe you skipped half of it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, wouldn't blame you. Would not blame you at all. Definitely. We'll get into like older stuff, especially when we talk about like the dream team um, and like maybe the old NBA. Yeah. And I might start, doing like a spotlight on a player like a retired player at the beginning of the podcast like yeah we're thinking maybe she'll give me like i'll choose a number and like she'll have like a list yeah and that number just like will be the spotlight maybe yeah so you can just learn about players who are retired if you if you've like recently followed the game and you don't really know like more history yeah like older players 
Which will also be, like, learning for you because... Yeah, because, like, like, I don't names, but I don't know, like... Yeah. But you also... Like, don't really know what they were like as players or, like, what how many wins they had or whatever. Yeah, because, like, and the older players, you know, it was, like, Michael Jordan and Shaq. I, like, Michael Jordan, Shaq... Yeah, Kobe Bryant, players. yeah, Rest uh, Magic Johnson, but like mm-hmm. only by name, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yeah, that's it, right? Like, there's so many. There's yeah, like, I know, I I know. What was which one is it? Is he? I think he played with uh, Michael Jordan, the one that has like uh, piercing. Oh, Dennis Rodman. I I oh, the only reason goodness. like. I don't know his name, and the only reason I know about him is because not too long ago I saw like a video about him and like how he was like friends with like Kim Jong Un, and I was like, what is happening? And I think it was like a Vice video or like a Vice trailer about a documentary about him or something, and that's the only reason I know about him because his face is very like you remember his face. I always ask my mom because again she watched the Chicago Bulls like while they were playing and I was like was Dennis Rodman always a mess and she's like yep always <laughs> always 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 Dennis Rodman isn't he's a character but um yeah like there's so many players like, but yeah that's that's it like by name I think that's it there's Bill Russell Larry Bird Will Chamberlain like yeah you say those names and it doesn't like ring any bells yeah like uh kevin garnett oh well no that's not older generation never mind well the retired i know also um frick uh he the he played for the spurs the french player uh was it tony yeah who's tony 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 Oh, I don't remember his last name. Parker! Tony Parker, <laughs> thank you. And then, um, Jim, oh, what's his name? M- Ma- ah, I can't remember well, his name. Argentinian, man. I can't remember his name. Manu Ginobili. Yeah, Ginobili. I was like, I know it's like Jim something Nobili, and I was like, going to say Jimabili, but it's not Jimobili. Oh, my God. Tim yeah. Duncan. That's the only, like, other two that are retired that I know. Tim Duncan also played with them in the Spurs. Yeah, but I don't, like, his name doesn't ring any bells. Yeah, so it's like, there's a bunch of players, like, that have been retired that are just, like, obviously really, really great and great in their own right. And so it'd be cool and interesting to just, like, maybe do a spotlight and just, like, see yeah. an interesting fact about them or where they played, how many rings they had, um, just things like that. Yeah, um, fun. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that'd be good. So, yeah, again. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, again, stay safe, stay, stay safe. healthy. Stay at home if you can. If you are not a first responder, like or an essential, an worker. essential worker. Um, social distancing extremely important. We gotta flatten that curve. Yes. Um, yeah. So stay safe and again, share it. Feel free. Make <laughs> us blow up on Facebook. No I'm kidding. Facebook, nah. nah. <laughs> it's so- Send it to your mom. She'll put it on, on Facebook. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All her friends will listen. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.